Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Wow. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. Pressing the button, Star Broker Simmons. Star? Who's that? Is that what he does? Stop shouting! My name is He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. But it grabbed me a nice cold mellow yellow. Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck him. Clap him. Six one seven five two five zero. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like? Yes. Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus in the middle of the Aegean, coming to you live. Shout it out, Loudcast, episode two thirty four. Wives and girlfriends of kiss yasu tom how are you <laughs> yeah this is the definition of dedication it is midnight where zeus is right now he's in the middle of greece i'm on my second beer on a yeah. thursday night <laughs> oh i had some beer tonight too and we 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 do not we do not rest we continue to put out content and here we are talking about women. That's right. Tom, I had a fix beer, F-I-X, but with the Greek letters, fix. Okay. It's a Greek beer. What, what, is that, what does that mean? It's a little bit like a blend of Heineken and Budweiser. Not bad. Okay. You okay. would like trying right. beers here. But yeah, I okay. in the uh, beginning of my trip here, be here for three weeks. Some of the episodes have already been recorded for the dorm damage and obviously, you guys just heard Metallica, but these mm-hmm. we're going to try to do these weekly. If it doesn't work out because of logistics, it doesn't. But we're going to try to give you the best we can because of you, the fan. Yeah, if the Wi-Fi doesn't work because the two little Greek guys on the roof of Zeus's village is like <laughs> unplug it by accident, then don't blame us. The guy and his donkey haven't reached the top <laughs> of the hill with an antenna. <laughs> the, the Greek Xfinity on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i have to i didn't kick back the local friggin' sheriff to let me get this illegal hookup <laughs> Fucking there's oh, a 60 mile there's a there's a 60 mile cable cord running across the aegean <laughs> but let's hit let's um let's address the elephant in the room oh and no it's not us trying to record from one continent to the other no. It's this idiot named Joey Casada oh. and these bigger idiots that are trying to keep Joey Casada in the Shout It Out Loudcast Hall of Fame thing going. Well, Tom? I see it's it, my my 
okay, my problem is not that he has a fan base that is lobbying for him to get into the Hall of Fame. That's fine. The thing that makes me laugh is that you guys think that there's like an election. <laughs> you don't understand. This is a monarchy or a duopoly or whatever the word is. Me and Zeus pick. There's no voting. There's no, no campaign. There's nothing. <laughs> nope. There's nothing. We are fascists running it's, this program. Right. Okay? That's right. We don't That's give right. A fuck what the people want. We're right. kiss like. <laughs> we don't care yeah. what right. you the fan just right. like you, we want the uh uh the set list to change and it falls on deaf ears you guys want joey casada and the shout out loudcast hall of fame it's falling on deaf ears fuck him this is the shout out loudcast version of kiss continuing to play one hundred thousand years when no one wants to hear it why do you do this tom why when all the fans all they want is to put shout out uh joey casada and the shout out loudcast hall of fame why because fuck them, that's why. <laughs> Plus, let's be serious. We've said this to Joey's face. He's more famous for not being in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. He's now become, you know, Joey Casada, the guy that's not in Shout Out Cast Hall of Fame. Exactly. You know, the that, guy that, that's been on a TV program, who's opened up for a kiss, who's playing on Ace's album. It's Joey Casada, the guy not in the shower. Exactly. That's that that's his badge of honor. And we're proud to give him that. So yes, yes. But we had that numbskull on last <laughs> week and we talked about the Kiss solo albums. Mm-hmm. We did a nice little draft. Yep. And obviously we did a poll. Tom, how'd that come out? Yeah. So we did, uh, there was a ton of different polls we could have chosen. So we, we just went with which opening track is the best. No surprise here. But one thing I will say about this poll, besides the polls that we post during our March Madness tournaments, this regular episode Monday poll, I think has, is the highest, got the most votes ever for a non-March Madness poll. Yes. Massive, massive response on this, which is great. We love to see that. So obviously the four opening tracks are Rip It Out, Radioactive, Tonight You Belong To Me, and I'm Gonna Love You. No surprise, Rip It Out smokes the poll. That didn't sound good. Smokes the poll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 57% for Rip It Out. Tonight You Belong To Me at 32. Radioactive at 10. And then our poor buddy Peter, 2%. Wow. I'm gonna love you. So that yeah, it was a great episode because not only did we do the draft, but we talked about the actual the chaos and the drama surrounding the solo album. So it was great. Tons of comments here. Everybody obviously loves Rip It Out. We had a couple people that actually uh, our buddy Izzy Presley, Peter, a very close second. I honestly, wow. Zeus, I think me and you, more so you, wave the flag for the Peter solo album. Yeah, especially I'm gonna especially I'm gonna love you. Great well, song. You'd be surprised how many people had it as the deep cut. I think the the love for the Peter album comments were more prevalent than the ones for Gene being underrated, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought more like between the two of them, Peter comments were more out there. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- most of the comments were just talking about how much they loved uh, Rip It Out, but the episode specific comments, our buddy Wes Beach. This is what I've never heard before. We commented on this. Obviously, Wes is a rock guy, so he loves Ace. He thinks Gene's is the second best solo album because of he gave, he gives him credit for originality. And I did see a lot of comments on that. People said, yeah, Paul's is great, but people were like penalizing Paul because they said it was quote, just another kiss album that it wasn't like 
individualized like the other three guys, which, okay, I, 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 I get that. I mean, I'm not going to penalize him for that, but I get it. <laughs> John Schaefer says, Joey's tom-toms are too tight. Oh, Zeus, here's a funny thing, too. Me and you talked about. We had a couple comments that thinks Joey talks too much. Oh, yes. <laughs> which, yes. Which, I'll be honest with you, if, if Joey talked too much, me and Zeus would be the first people to say so. I didn't pick up on that in any way, shape, or form. I absolutely. Okay, everybody, close your ears. I don't want you to hear it because I'm going to compliment yeah. him. Yes. We have tremendous chemistry with him. The Absolutely. Three of us can talk kiss when we on the phone. We talk yeah. like this. When we when do we Zoom text. calls, when before we yep. record, we text, we, we talk like this. It's a flowing conversation with no dead spots and interesting and thought-provoking ideas about kiss. Yep. It's Strong never, opinions. Yeah. It's never, I kiss. I like never. kiss. Do you like rock and roll over? It's a great album. Like, there's right. in-depth conversation. I yep. love it. That's why yep. we love having him on. And he's a great guest. Now, okay, uncover your ears. Casada sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Look, we love Joey. We wish we could have him on more. We know he's busy. He's on a bunch of other shows. He's all over the place. But usually when we have a big episode like a solo album thing. We want him. So I just thought I'd poke fun at the people like Joey talks too much. I'm like, dude, I, I this is some reason he rubs a couple people the wrong way for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I, I yeah, will say this again, 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 close your ears. When the microphone is off, Joey is literally one of the nicest guys on the planet. Yeah, like one of, one of the, one of the best guys. I love his opinion because yep. he's got one. And exactly. There are times he's all a hundred percent in with Tom. There's hundred percent he's time with me, or he's against both of us. But it's interesting. He has his own ideas. He can back them up. He can have an intelligent conversation about it. What's not to like? I love it. Right. He doesn't have to fucking be a robot coming on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, I like that. Like I don't want that shit here. And speaking of Joey, our buddy Steve on Twitter, he says sorry. But Joey's chances of going into the Hall of Fame is in tatters because he thinks Ace's album is better than Paul's. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people That's think not that. Reason. Red 44, Ace blows away the other three. Wow. I, I, I look, I don't I, I don't get it. We've beaten it. It's a yeah, dead he's horse. Called a, he's called an Ace Cult member. Yeah. It, oh, by the way, speaking of the Ace Cult, I posted the link to our uh, our merch page. I said, hey, you know what? Right now is a perfect time. Guys. Get your Ace Cult shirt while we have them. It's in stock and available. Need them. Yep, yep. So, uh, but that's yeah, that's the. We also, you know, to get off too much sidetrack there. We oh, all got something. Some of the comments about Ace's video where he's oh yeah terribly yeah. doesn't know how to do the fucking solo for Detroit Rock City. You would have seen the Ace Cult people just come out of the woodwork. Oh, you fucking guys just hate on Ace. What about Paul? So everybody went after Paul. Yep. Because we showed the post of Ace fucking up. What is the ultimate to do with anything? Zeus, it's just like in politics. It's the ultimate whataboutism. Oh, I know that my guy sucks, but your guy sucks too. Look at him. He stinks too. Yeah. Like that's and, a, first of all, when, when, first of all, when somebody as respected as Derek Sherinian tweets out like what's and, and, and says something like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a schooled, like, professional musician and i don't know what's going on i perform with a ton of live people right i don't get it is he out of key what the fuck is happening here exactly and so what what's interesting is there are people that you know we talk about this before tom 
that yep. don't follow our podcast, but follow exact. social media. Correct. So Correct. They immediately jump down. Oh, I don't see you saying you guys are Paul lovers. Because they don't listen to us. So they'll make homophobic comments about like Paul and things yep. like that. And we're like, dude, you have no idea how much yep. we shit on Paul. We do We've it talked with, about, we, with lovingly yeah. with Paul. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little brutal. Yeah, we've talked about that before on both Facebook and Twitter, how you can tell the people that don't listen to the show. And that's great that they follow us on social media. We we love to talk Kiss. But when you're making observations about how we feel about the band, you have to listen to our show. Because by, by saying that we don't make fun of Paul, that, that's, that's that foolish, obviously. you know? And, and one that's, has nothing to do with the other. So no. we're one of those people when we put all the pandemic Paul comments right, where right. we laugh about his stupid – like Renaissance man comments about, you know, oh, so-and-so is the epitome of class and music. And like, you're right. like, oh, my God, this is so pretentious. Where are those people coming out? Yeah. No, you're you know, right. You know what's funny is like the Paul supporters don't come on and go, yeah, look at Ace. No, the never. Ace people come out and be like, oh, yeah, look at Paul. Because I think, and I know, again, close your ears because we might end up complimenting Paul for a minute here. But I think it's because Paul is, in my in my opinion, I think Paul is literally trying to do the best to give the fans what he wants. He cares. He also gives a shit about how he looks and presents. That's what I'm saying. Right. Ace don't give a fuck. Did I get their money? That's right. That's right. Ace doesn't give it. Like you said, Ace doesn't give a fuck. And that's what pisses me and you off. How embarrassing he is. How is he looking? What it does. Paul gives a shit about what they look like and what they sound like. And if he's, yeah, we acknowledge he may be struggling a little bit, but okay, whatever, whatever. Yeah. The detractors are always going to be there. That's the ones that don't go to the show that talk about him lip syncing. But all the people that are still going and joining it, they don't think about it. If Paul wasn't having the backing tracks or whatever he uses, Right. right. That'd be the yep. cock every concert. People would be pulling up just like they're doing at Ace right now. That's right. So that's, right. The, that's the difference. So again, as I say to you, Ace Cult members, when we put up Paul shit, how yep. come Paul defenders don't go, oh yeah, what about Ace? Yet, right. if something goes up about Ace, you immediately have to insult Paul. Because we're pissing on their 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 childhood idol of they live in an ace cult and his right. he's perfect. He's great to the fans. He does, and they're all fucking in la la land. Yeah. Because, and they all, they're all again, still worship. They're all still worshiping that poster of him with the smoking guitar from 1970. Yeah, exactly. And like as I've always yeah. said, I've yet to hear people come back to me, tell me what a great guy he is or what a great experience they had with a meet and greet with him. Give me we, a we experienced it firsthand. We don't need fucking to hear from anybody else. Comatose barely yeah. lifts his head up, gives a thumb up. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I mean, thanks, Brian. Yeah. What happened to the photographer? <laughs> Anyways, that's what we got on Twitter. Let's let's blow through the feedback okay. here so we can talk about women. <laughs> talk about bitches. Bitches. <laughs> I knew that What's was that coming. From, oh, that's from um what do you call it there? Um what's that awesome movie? Uh we always quote it Hollywood Shuffle. Oh Hack <laughs> of the Killer Pimps. Where's my, my bitches? bitches. That it's movie, great, that, talk about a movie that was ahead of its time. Oh, my God. Oh, fantastic. Rainbow. <laughs> All right. On our fa- book of face comments, the lesser half of the Romanic uh, real estate dynasty. <laughs> you mean America's second favorite realtor behind his lovely wife? 
He's the lesser half. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he put a picture of learn to read hooked on phonics. Says, oh, yeah, because Joey made a reference to that. I didn't have to comment red on the show. Uh, our, yep. our friend Daniel Peoples, that is uh, Twisted Kister. Drafts are always fun episodes, but you can't really play along. It's always interesting to hear when picks are made and how they picks come back to the next guy in a corner. Personally, this solo draft would have been my wheel simply because Gene is my favorite by far. Not that wow. it would matter in a draft. Here's my top 10. He gives us a top 10. And he yep. mentions, Tom, that he likes always near you, nowhere to hide. 1995, me would have lost my mind if Kiss did this on Unplug with a gospel choir, mm. you know, like the orchestra song in the second half. And okay, now that, out, that, would, back, that would have been cool. Wouldn't you like to know me? I can't stop the rain. Tossing and turning, Mr. Make-Believe, Man of a Thousand Faces and Radioactive. Mm-hmm. Buddy Scott Donaldson, who plays the Fox in Kisteria, the band from Down Under. If you're from Australia, you got to go check them out. Uh, oh, yes, definitely. Hearing, yeah. Great hearing Joey Casada back on SIOL. Guy's always interesting. He's very surprised that no one took Move On. This is such a great live song. I think Ace's album sonically is better than Paul's. However, hmm. just can't compete with Paul's song overall. Also, Bob Kulik playing on Paul's album is incredible. Here's hmm. my top 10. Wouldn't you like to know me tonight? You belong to me. Goodbye. It's all right. Radioactive, speeding back to my baby, ain't quite right. And rip it out, move on. And I can't stop the rain. It's so only one from Paul and I mean one from wow. Chris, uh Peter Chris and one That's from cr- That's crazy. Wow. Mostly fucking Paul. Yeah. Pod Kowalowski. It's crazy that Peter thinks he can sing better than Paul. What a delusion. Dude, I think you're delusional for making that comment. No offense, brother. Our buddy Lee Graham. Great episode, guys. We'll never forget Moan Lawns to buy Peter's album because that's how a middle schooler earned Kiss album back in the day. Didn't appreciate it then, but love it now. In fact, it's arguably the best of the 78 solo albums. Why, you ask? Because it serves the purpose of a solo album, doing something completely different from the artist's main band. Meanwhile, great as it is, Paul is a Kiss album by another name. Nothing different whatsoever. Gene, uh, despite its undeniable quality. And Gene is an eclectic gem, dabbling virtually everything for a kitchen sink approach. I dig it, but understand why others don't. And Ace, far and away my favorite of these four. Rocks like Kiss, but uniquely Ace. Mm, nice. Yep. Uh, on our Lardcasters page, Tom is full of annoying Joey Casada shout out loud. <laughs> so fuck it. I ain't reading half of this shit. Christopher Powell, props to Z for giving It's All Right the credit it deserves. Not only is it the best song from any of the 78 albums, he's right, it's number three, my overall Kiss catalog. And Joey Casada, relax with the Ace album. It's a three-song album, I'll say, as Tom says, Rip It Out, Speeding Back, and Snowblind. Tom's not a fan of that song. And the rest is a pile of duck shit. Wow, that's tough. Love it. Tim Komenchak. Sorry, Tim, if I'm mispronouncing that. Great episode. This is the kind of stuff I want to hear you guys do. Never would have thought of this and played along as an episode went. Got pissed when my picks were taken and had to reevaluate and choose another. Loved it. Thanks, Tim. Nice. Yep. Josh Brown. I got to agree with Move On. The song is just not draftable. It's sad that that was the song that was played on the Dynasty Tour. Absolutely right. So not not bad Dang. song. It's not a bad it's song. A waste. And same thing with tossing and turning. No offense. So st- 
stupid having Gene going, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> Wearing a cape. Oh. Like friggin' Mr. Costanza's lawyer. <laughs> now over on YouTube, what about Rob5812 says, Love and Chains is better than anything on Ace Fraley album. Ooh, that's a hot take. Yes. I mean, Love and Chains is awesome. Our friend Glam Rock Bandit wrote a huge, long comment. I can't read it, buddy, but thank you for putting all your thoughts in there. It's a lot of info. It's a great read. So if anybody wants to read it, go ahead. And uh, Mr. Antonio 2005, he's back with the right handle. I don't know what happened before, but. I was going to say, yeah, it was kind of weird how people like, I don't know why my handle changed. Because remember we were saying, like, what the hell happened to all these people? 39 songs to choose from, and Mr. Make-Believe can't even crack the top 30. It's one of Gene's best Beatle-influenced tunes and one of my personal favorites from this album. P.S. Joey is a first ballot Hall of Famer with Jerry from the Facts of Life doing his intro. Let's book it now. Jason Willis, 7540, says, The reason Paul won't back up and say Peter's album is good is pretty clear. The album sucks. Oh, I got to give him credit for that. That's kind of funny. Um, Over to you. (laughs) All right, let's finish up with a couple of emails here. These emails came in via our website, which we love to see. So our website, shoutoutloudcast.com, you can message directly. You can comment on episodes directly from there and send us messages, and we get them in the form of an email. So we got a few this week from our buddy A.J. White, fellow Patreon and uh, fellow New Englander, uh, talking about the solo albums, of course. I love Joey and thought he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, AJ, we love you, buddy. You're fired. Uh, until I heard what he had to say about Paul's album. Not only do I think it's the best solo album, but it's near the top of my favorite Kiss albums. Now I agree with you two. Keep them out. Awesome episode. You guys are great together, and I enjoy his podcast as well. Yes, top five with Joey Casada. He says, I enjoy his podcast when he gets around to doing it. Oh, yeah, AJ. Keep up the great work, guys. Another stellar week. Cannot believe one of you guys didn't take radioactive first. Well, AJ, go back and listen. That was Zeus's first pick. Maybe you had a couple cocktails at that time, but that's okay, brother. We love you. Uh, Now we got one here again coming in from our website. This comes from our buddy Josh Smith. Had to share a quick, funny story. I work in IT for a big company. And I do all the account creations for new employees. Occasionally, a need arises where we need some test accounts to run tasks, and we always name them from TV shows or movies. Last month, I made Ace Freely. And to my surprise, in a meeting today, our CIO was showcasing a demo and said, up next, we're going to turn the podium over to Ace Freely. He just made a quick laugh during a boring workday, and now I know that he is a kiss tar just like the rest of us. <laughs> Kisses everywhere. We love to see it. Keep rocking, and thank you for all the episodes. P.S. One of these days, I cannot wait to hear you guys absolutely shit on Gene's solo album, <laughs> Asshole. Oh, can't that, dude. That's going to be a mess of a, re- of a review. And that wraps up emails, and we're going to just finish up feedback with a general statement about one of our favorite loudcasters and Patreons, and his meme skills have been off the charts lately. Both Zeppelin, Shout Out Loudcast, and most recently he did one for Master of Puppets. And that is our longtime friend, Jack Panacchio. Jack, we love you, buddy. You know that. Everybody loves you and all of your comments. Your memes are incredible. 
and you've had a great week. I mean, you've had a great few years with us, but uh, this week was uh, really stand out. And for that, my friend, you are our comment of the week, my friend. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. And Tom, what we do next is we go over to our Patreon family and give them a shout out. Once again, Tom, we got a great new member. Scotty Winter joined us as a demon tier. Scotty, thank you so much. Much appreciated. Uh, welcome to the Patreon family. We know you're going to enjoy it. And we don't want to thank just Scotty. We want to thank the whole Patreon family because without you, none of this is possible. You guys have helped us tremendously grow the show and have been there and supported the show. And whether it's uh, helping us with some ideas or helping us financially or helping uh, come up with some terrible picks for the Patreon pick. <clears throat> Tom doesn't think so. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so many other things that you do to help support the show. As we always say, what's the best way to support us? Keep us going and keeping the show growing and getting tremendous guests like Bruce, Holly, Eddie Trunk, Jericho, PJ Farley, all these great people that we've had on. It's because the show's growing with your help. And you want to help us continue to grow that? Please take a look at our Patreon page. It's right on our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Go there. You'll see the Patreon icon right on the landing page. Go press it. Oh, I, I left that one wide open for you, Tom. Go to him. <laughs> Go. Go to the Patreon page. <laughs> um, and right from our website, you click on Patreon, and you can read all about it, see how you can support the show. And honestly, Scotty and everyone on the Patreon family, thank you. Greatly appreciate you and uh, hope you guys uh, out there will give Patreon a chance and help and support the show. Thank you. Guys, you're the best. We say this every week and we never get tired of saying it because we're so eternally grateful for all the support you give the show, especially huge shout out to our Australian mate, Scotty Winter, for joining the party. Thank you so much, Scotty, for becoming a member of the family. Uh, we appreciate it tremendously. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Like Zeus says, and like we always say, it, it helps us tremendously continue to grow, continue to do new and exciting things and get guests and give you the kind of content that we want to give you and that you can continue to enjoy. So thank you guys so much. And again, a special shout out to Scotty Winter. I want to just read one part. He also sent us a, a quick message to us. Okay. And I want to read this. I hope you don't mind, Scotty. I joined, I just joined Gene Tier. I'm, I'm paraphrasing and hop it on with the Australian currency. We'll buy you Epic Lads a case of beer a month. I randomly found your podcast a year ago with Zeus talking about dropping his guts farting at a family get together. I'm like, and the oh, sad geez. part is, I'm like, which story is that? Yeah, which exactly. Yes, right? exactly. And then Tom then cracked it, then Kiss somehow became part of the discussion. Since then, I've been hooked. When Sonny Bukaki Pony oh, and the inevitable future Hall of Famer Joey joined the podcast, it gets even better. Cheers, lads. You're all the best, and thank you. Uh, I just want to say one quick thing, and we get these messages all the time from Patreon family members. 
you have no idea how far that comment goes and how much we appreciate it and how, you know, yeah. we joke and we kid around with all you guys and our listeners, whether you're Patreon or non-Patreon, but we love you guys all. Really appreciate it. And oh, totally. It a long way. Yep, absolutely. You guys are the best. We, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing to see the continued support and, and we love you guys so much. And that's one of the reasons why we absolutely love our Loudcasters page. You know, if you're listening to the show right now and you're not on Facebook, just create an account and just follow us and then join the Loudcasters. It's incredible. We talk yep. about Kiss. There are some serious conversations about the band, the music, tons of show reference posts and memes and jokes. It's, it's nonstop entertainment. And that's why. Even though I have this family trip here to Greece, you're still going to get your weekly shouted out loudcast episode. You're yep. still going to get your dorm damages or album reviews or Zeppelin Chronicles, whatever comes up. You're still getting them. You know why? Because we do it for you, the fans. The fan. That's right, right? baby. And yep. you guys deserve it. So, Tom, what we do next, we go over to Kiss World. Not much happening there. Nope. They're on a break. Uh, again, with the touring, Paul's out there uh, taking close-ups of his hoofotted face while he goes on his bike rides. Jeez, uh, the guy looks miserable. I don't know if he ever smiles. And Gene's website, his his live website auction uh, is up and running, adding tons of tons of cool things. So that's awesome. Check it out. Um, and other than that, kind of quiet from everybody else. Not much going on. Um, yeah, yeah, same old, same old. Yep, exactly. With that, Tom, give me a second. Um, there's a guy named uh, Yorgos Fraley over here, and uh, I need to talk to him about connecting the satellite from his donkey all the way up to the mountain. See if he can get that done for me. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's Factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, 
and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, <laughs> oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys, I heard Zeus was in Greece. I figured I'd kind of hop on the uh, Vinnie Vincent catamaran cruise and take a ride over and see what he's doing. You got one of those gyros. Is that what those things are called? And maybe some of that ouzo. I really like that, too, guys. <laughs> I don't to go find my cousin, Yorgos Fraley. He's a little <laughs> bit fucked up more than me. So be careful when you hang out with him. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. Anyways, this is an episode this time that we had kind of been working on. Like, it's been in the works, like, as a topic for a while. And we're like, how do we do it without making it, you know, like, too bad, like, too dirty? Like, it's a couple of the guys are like, we've now become friends with Bruce. I want to sit there and say something about his love, lovely Lisa. Like we're talking wives and girlfriends of the band members, but we right. got to do it. So it's not, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, let's be serious. Everybody knows that the majority of, of the women, particularly that Paul and Jean dated, were just blazing hot in their day. And, and it, it's something to talk about. It's a fun way for us to kind of look at a side of kiss that, you know, people like to talk about, you look at pictures, you look at videos, you see stuff and kiss exposed and blah, blah, blah. And again, Zeus hinted at we've we're blessed to have become friends with Bruce and we've met Lisa and we've spent some time with her beyond lovely. And we're not here to talk about that and talk about them. 
Um, but there's a lot going on again, particularly with Paul and Gene. And, uh, you know, it just figured a fun way to have a conversation yeah. about, about some stuff that people don't talk about often. All right. So let's do this. Let's start off with the original four and we'll talk about okay. what, what, who their significant others were. We'll start with Ace. Now we're going yep. to this site. What's the site called name, Tom? So there's a website out there called who's dated who.com. It's you type in any celebrity and it gives you their history of like now the accuracy, very questionable, very yeah. questionable. So you can't hold but we're going again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, this is not a Wikipedia research type of episode. This is a fun episode. So we don't need people saying, what are you talking about? Paul was dating Lisa Hartman during crazy nights, not asylum. You idiots. <laughs> okay. We're not here to be accurate. We're here to have fun. Oh, so. I got a book report due and it needs to have the accuracy of exactly. a fucking. Right. Right. You know, so this website's it, filmmaker, like yeah, this this website's funny. It talks about who they've been re- had relationships with, and then it it actually gives them a list of people that they've dated with pictures. And the this is funny. You can give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> yes, we get it. It's misogynistic and it's sexist. Fuck it, we don't care. But you can also type in female celebrities and see who they've dated. So exactly. it goes both ways. Goes exactly. both ways. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So yeah, yeah. We're not the ones being misogynistic and sexist. They are. You are. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, not us. The fans. Exactly. So yeah. So no, no, we'll we, start. We'll start with Ace. Yeah. So with Ace, obviously we know he had. We had his wife, right? I think his name is Jeanette. Yep. So that is his only wife that I know of, Jeanette, and they had one daughter together. Her name is Monique. From all that I've seen, she's, I don't know, decent looking woman, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, most famously, especially current, like, era ace, everybody knows about Rachel and how, woof, I guess that's all we'll say about her. And currently, Lara, you guys know our feelings about her and her Facebook lives and how she's kind of being the bag man for ace right now. But there is one interesting thing that Zeus and I were talking about before we hit record, and that is, according to this website, Ace Frilly had a relationship with Diane Cusano. <laughs> yes, that Diane Cusano. Now, again, we are and not swearing by this website. Chris and Cusano, I went to go visit my buddy Pete. She was exactly. swinging around. Yeah, exactly. But there's this there's a couple of other women listed here that I I've never really heard the names, but everybody knows Jeanette and of course Rachel and Lara. And right. Rachel, I will I will say this right now when she's not kind of insane, she's kind of a, a kind of cute, but she's a little bit friggin' yeah. Lara on the other hand, gross. I find her gross. I find her the whole my I'm barefoot in a trailer. Please, someone send me money. Oh well, that's gross. That's I, gross I too. Like but the she, whole the whole thing is just so yeah, nasty. unattractive. And I think because of that, it like kind of uh, clouded his new girlfriend Laura, and with the thought that like, dude, Ace just gets used by these women. They take advantage of. Him. I don't know. She says she loves him. I, who am I to say she doesn't? Right. But I, I do know that the girl does like the camera. Oh my God. Yeah. And guess what? The camera doesn't like her. I don't know. I don't agree with you. Oh, I do. There were times I, mean, I, I remember I, you saying you thought she was really hot. Well, I will say this at Creatures Fest, 
we saw her up close. She was there and she, she's got it. She's got a, she's got a smoking little body. So, yes. um, but yeah. But uh, lately, I don't know. She just, uh, she's not been dressing that way. And uh, what did you say about her bottom gums or something? Uh, it's, sorry. It's, it's poor thing. It looks like she catches rainwater when it rain, when it's pouring out. Like a seagull. Gets, like, oh yeah. Now, now again, and I got, I got to bring this up because we, I was laughing really how you, you, so it says dating history and then it's got pictures and then it's like, and then you can do a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Now there's a person here that says that's listed as Wendy Moore. That looks like he had a relationship with her for maybe one or two years. She's looks gorgeous in the picture. Mm-hmm. She has 440 thumbs up and 34 thumbs down. Now, in comparison, Rachel Gordon has 48 thumbs up and 68 <laughs> thumbs down. People don't like her. The ace cult no, came out. I, right. I think they don't like her. So again, I think most people obviously know about Jeanette. That was the one that was the one that he was with probably the longest back in the seventies. So, and uh, he's currently with uh, Lara and good for him. I mean, if that, if he's happy what the hell, who what are we? You know what I mean? Exactly. So, let's move on. Let's move on to the man who's been with the most. And that's our buddy, Gene Simmons. Oh boy. Yeah. So Gene's obviously been married to Shannon for a while now. It's funny. This website again, it says, according to our records, Gene Simmons is possibly single. <laughs> I love that. Now, this is funny because obviously everybody knows his relationships with Diana Ross and Cher. But if you look at this website again, it's pretty stunning. And now, when it says relationship, I guess it means anybody. Now, yeah. here's a feature of this website that it's the first time I've seen. So it has pictures. It has dates. If there's a rumor of them having been with somebody, there's a red banner across the thing that says rumor, like it hasn't been verified. So there's a rumor that he was with Liza Minnelli. Yeah, remember? I don't remember that. It. We had this conversation. He talked about it on the uh, Howie Mandel show. Remember yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And he was yeah. like, so you slept with Liza Minnelli? Have a three? Like, and he was like, oh, I didn't really say that. Yes. Yes. Dude. Uh, talks about it. Talks about it. There's some rough pit looking people in this. Oh, but then there's some smoke. So he's he had a relationship with Katie Segal. Obviously, she was on his solo album. Uh, Cher, Diana Ross, Wendy O. Williams, Jessica Hahn. Jessica Hahn is new. I don't hear that one. I don't know that. Who's this woman built like Arnold? Oh, I know. Gail O'Connor. That's a guy. (laughs) That's a guy. It's got to got hamstrings like animals. And then who is this girl, Tracy Koval? She, she's clearly has got to be some kind of adult entertainer or something. I don't know who Linda Johansson is, but Gorgeous. she's she beyond like she, lad. Yeah, she's stunning, stunning. Um, but again, how about, how about so, this star? Stowe? star star. Smoke show, Bonnie. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she 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 looks like the like a natural seventies like beauty. Large. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to look. See, I'm now I'm kind of infatuated with the thumbs up and thumbs down. So the woman built like Arnold <laughs> has ten thumbs up and forty four <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> God, but he's got you know the famous ones we all know about: Diana Ross, Cher. You know, and, well, and those are the big ones. So, so when you so when you go to this website, it has like a little summary 
and it mentions kind of like the big ones that are famous. And then you go below it and then it kind of chimes in with people that he may have dated for like a month or a year or whatever. But again, it's Shannon, it's Diana Ross, it's Cher. Those are the he big ones. He also was supposedly with Donna Summer. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I don't see yep. her in here, but I don't yeah, see her either. But you're right. That first of all, can we go back to Star Stowe? Not only is she gorgeous, but that face that she's making. Oh my good go who's dated who.com. Oh my lord. Yikes. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Bonnie Large is pretty cute too. Even this lady, Liv Omen. I know that sounds familiar, but Bonnie Large looks cute as hell. Liv Omen, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know about Gail O'Connor though. <laughs> Connie, Connie Hamsey. She looked like what's the chick on Howard Stern? Oh no. <laughs> Nicole Bass. Oh <laughs> I'm six foot two. I'm Rest in peace. 135 pounds, and I have a vagina. <laughs> Do you remember that? Lay off me, I'm starving. That was yes, from like the Miss Rotten. How Yes. Yep. One of the worst <laughs> politically incorrect. How Howard Stern never got canceled. Remember, he did the the Whoopi incident with him and Ted Danson and, and George George Jefferson. They did that skit as Whoopi and Ted Danson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, we're not going to get into that right now. Oh my god. Yikes. How was he never canceled after that one? I don't know. All right. I don't know. Let's move on to know. our buddy, the star child. Oh, dude, his resume is, oh, God. This is just soup. This is oh, By the way, we have level. to add both Ace and Gene and yep. the star child. Also, our previous guest, Holly Knight. That's right. Yes, that is correct. So Paul has obviously been married to Aaron Sutton, uh, his previous wife, Pamela Bone, gorgeous, like smoking gorgeous. I think, now, she, bef- I think she's prettier than his new wife. Oh, yeah. Well, but that's because with all due respect to Aaron, we don't know her. She, she always looks like she's like been like a jump scare, like surprised. Because she, look, she looks up. She has no idea what Paul's face is wearing today. Cause right. It's, all- it's like, okay. oh, 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 Jesus. Oh, okay. It's, oh. He's got one like eyebrow a, arched over his ears. He's got the right. Is it going to be like who fotted Paul, or is it going <laughs> to yeah. be like handsome Paul, or what? Like, oh, or is it, Jesus. Oh, oh, Paul looks pretty good here. Or is it, oh. Pamela Bowen has a uh, Twitter page. We follow her on Twitter. She's beautiful, like legitimately oh, yeah. gorgeous, absolutely. And now she you seems go like through, a real nice person. I yes. like her, her Twitter yep. page. She seems very genuine. Now you go through this page. It's like a who's who. Obviously, he was with Samantha Fox. And then, uh, you know, she kind of flipped the script and now she's married to a female. God bless her. Lisa Hartman, Donna Dixon. Uh, he you was with. You forgot the lady from Too Close for Comfort, Lydia Cornell. Lydia oh. Cornell. Yep. Oh. Yep. Kathy St. George. I've seen her. She's been, she was like an 80s, like TV movie person. Leslie she was a bunch and of Lauren's a big actress. Donna Dixon, stunning. Lisa Hartman, stunning. Who's this uh, Connie Hamsey who looks a little rough? Who's with Gene too? I don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe she handled like that dry cleaning or something. I don't know who she is because she's. <laughs> I don't know who she is. You remember Carol Kay, the publicist? Not the I do. Player. I do, dude. Who is Wench Steen? <laughs> What's happening there? Oh no! Oh, oh no! He, was, he with, was with friggin' Big Hawk too. He was with Nicole Bass, dude. Gail O'Connor. 
Dude, Wenchstein. <laughs> what kind? Dude, Laura, Laura Brannick. Wait, hold on a second. Zeus, you're going to have to help me here. Mary Tyler Moore? <laughs> that can't be real. That can't be real. <laughs> We're going to make it after all. And then Paul spins around and throws his beret in the air. <laughs> Oh no, Sinkin Stanley's gonna get a copy of that what we oh, just said and make it dude, into a ter- first of all, Terry Weagle blazing eighties porn star. Yes. Oh good God. Just, but but again, but I'm I'm sorry, I, I keep scrolling on that wench. First of all, that can't be a real name wench. Oh dude, he was not with Mary Tyler Moore. Come on. It all right, I'm gonna click on the link. It says, hold on. It says Paul Stanley had an encounter with Mary Tyler Moore. I don't remember that. Paul would have put that in his book. Was it in there? Hold on. I I have never seen that before in my life. I don't know. See, I'm telling you right now, this is an episode. Mrs. Beaver. He was banging Mrs. Cunningham in, behind the, in the hardware store. What the fuck? We're going to need people to fact check us on this because some of these things are crazy. Dude, but again, Lisa Hartman's smoke show. Yeah, exactly. Most um, most of um most of the things that, that Paul's famous is that's famous for. We know we mentioned Lapierre. She's hot. I don't know, but again, it's Samantha Louise, Fox. It's Luis DeJoria. Yep. Honestly, she looks, she's. Gorgeous, Dude, beyond fucking, gorgeous. Paul's first wife is fucking like one of the best on here. We talking Pamela Bowen? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. Good photo. Yeah, she's all. She's amazing. Yep. Yeah, Paul's right. got a list right here. So, but anyways, okay. Let's move on to our boy Peter. 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 Peter's the one again. Connie Hamsey shows up here again. I don't know <laughs> what her story is. Dude, that girl um, is rough. Yeah, but Peter's Peter's known um, kind of like Ace for for Gigi, for Deborah Jensen, and of course Lydia Chris, you know Lydia De, De Leon, Leonardo. Um, he doesn't have like a huge dating resume the way Paul and Gene do. Uh, he's he was with Deborah Jensen for a while. He's been with Gigi for like over twenty he years, was, and he was with, and he was with Lydia for a while he was as well. With Gail O'Connor. Dude, what is with Nicole Bass being with Dude, everybody? the only thing I can think of is, was she like, maybe she was just some kind of like 70s groupie or something, and, th- and that, that counts for something? And this other Connie Hamsey lady again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, oh. it, 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 it's, it's, it's weird. But, so um, Deborah yeah, and it, Lydia, the big ones that we all know. And Lydia's book, Sealed with a Kiss. Oh my goodness. One of the greatest kiss books ever. Now, I, I will, Absolutely. I will admit, I will admit, I don't even own it. I'm saying that because when I was at Zeus's house, we were hanging out one time. I was going through it. It's stunning. I don't know. It's probably it's probably the only major Kiss book that I don't own. So I, I need to get my hands on that, obviously. Uh, but it's a fantastic hardcover book. So you got to get that one. All right. Let's move on to our buddy, Eric Carr. Oh, boy. Yep. So the one that we all know is Carrie Stevens, who was on our show many yep. years ago. Yep. There's a girl named Teresa Conroy. Looks pretty decent. Alcen Rouse. I can't tell. And somebody named Charisse. I can't tell. Looks yep. like friggin' Tiffany. Oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, Carrie Stevens is, you know. Carrie's the big one. Yes. Yeah. She's just smoking hot and beyond. 
Yeah, she's just but, gorgeous. Uh, she's to, to this day, she looks like she hasn't aged at all. She's still stunning. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's give her a tip of the hat there. Yep. Then let's move over to our buddy, Vinny Vincent. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So. Yeah, exactly. Vinny is attached to. He's only got two people. One of them is Diane Cusano, who apparently was connected to Ace in some way. And then another one is Anne Marie Cusano. That's it. His previous wives. That's who the only ones that were associated. That's right. That's right. Yep. Now, yep. we don't know what Vinny's doing these days, but that's the only ones that came up on this site. That's and right. There's never been any really rumors of him with anybody specific. Yep. So let's leave it there. Yep. I don't believe we're going to know anything about Mark St. John. I don't believe he was ever married or anything like that. But uh, Mark St. John, there's nothing really on him here in the site. And I don't know. I haven't heard of anything with him. Yeah. No, he's. Yep. Nope. I haven't either. It says there's no records of any relationships that. So nothing on record here. And you're right. I've never even heard any rumors of anything that he, anybody he's been with. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about that. Then let's go to our buddy Bruce, Bruce Kulik. Yep. We love Bruce. We've met Bruce. We've loved, we love Lisa. She's a doll. And the only other person that's listed on this website is a rumor has got that red rumor banner, Terry Weigel again. Now, who knows? It says rumor, but as far as we know, uh, I hope we're not getting Bruce in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, um, oh, who's in? I know he was married because we're friends with her on Facebook and on Twitter, his first wife. And we know Bruce was married previously. Uh, actually, I think we're, I think we talked to her one time on Facebook or Twitter. She's still friends, good friends with Carrie Steven, Bruce's first wife. Yes. I, that's I understand why, you know, Bruce, Eric, they yep. probably all hung out together. And yep. Carrie still hangs out with Bruce and still hangs out with Bruce's ex-wife. And then we also know, obviously, the lovely Lisa Kulik, who is so cool in person and everything. Oh, yeah. And that's the other one in Bruce's life. I don't know that Terry Weigel, but I think she was a porn star, right? She was. She was. On on Paul's page. Yep. Correct. Yep. Next is Eric Singer. So not only does this website have nothing on him, but I've never heard any rumors about him, too. I was wondering if he, you know, played for a different team or... He's private like that, but no, yeah, you know, they joke about the women he's been with, but I think he's he's just a private type of guy, doesn't need social media, doesn't, you know, date publicly or whatever. No, and he was and he was in the eighties, nineties rock scene too, even before Kiss. And you you never never saw his name. And again, we we've talked about how he has no social media presence. He's just a private guy. And we met him in Vegas and he's uh he's an odd duck. Good guy, but a little different. So maybe he's you know, he's, he's an a, introvert, he's private for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, let's finish up with Tommy. Yep. Now, Tommy has that Devin DeVasquez lady. She showed up on somebody else's page on as well. Jeans. That, that's right. Yes. And then there's Amber Thayer. Who now, is this gorgeous is in this picture. Yeah. So I know Tommy has a discovered daughter. Yes. I don't know if that's his daughter, which would make this awkward. Or no, it can't be his daughter because... It says that uh, Amber Thayer was previously married to Tommy Thayer yep. in 2006. So it must be his ex-wife, and she had been in a relationship with Stu- Steve Lukather. Looks like her name. It looks like her. Pre- looks like her previous name was Amber Peak. If you click on the page, there's a yeah. picture of the two of them together, and she's listed as Amber I mean, she's, Peak. She's a good-looking woman. Yes. Yes. Regardless, 
Tommy also has been with somebody else because he has a daughter with him and his daughter, he just met his daughter. He's connected. It's a real good story that they get along. And now he's like getting to know his kid. Good for him. Yep. Yep. So those are the loves, girlfriends, wives of our kiss guys. Yes. Uh And if you thought we weren't, and if you thought we weren't misogynistic enough, we're going to raise the bar by, by ranking our top five favorite wives slash girlfriends of kiss that's right that's right because we love to do stupid shit like this yep and the sad thing is like tom i'm looking at some of these and i'm like dude i gotta put this lady in here who the hell is that i know exactly right very true very very true yeah i'll tell you right now okay so let's go at number five tom for you well i will say off the bat paul's roster of uh, women dominates my list uh number five i'm going with the simple yet stunning pamela bowen oh nice yep good pick number five for me i'm going with simply because of the video okay i absolutely was like holy shit do you remember the wild thing video sam kinison oh god jessica han yep yep number five okay good one Number four for me, just uh, straight out of the 80s, stunning Lisa Hartman. Yes, Tom, that's my number four as well. Nice. Lisa Hartman smokes her body, her hair, those eyes, all those chicks in those like 80s prime time. With that blonde hair, like like those Heather Locklears, those Heather Thomases, just like that whole image, that whole look. Oh, my God. What's her name? The other one. Donna Mills from Knott's Landing. Oh, from Dynasty. Like, yeah. No, I think she was she was on Knott's Landing with oh, no. Hartman. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I saw something recently about the 80s. It was like a, a TV guide or something. It yeah. was like her and Lisa Hartman and some, and some dude oh. between them. And I'm like, good Lord. What yep. imagine being the actor happened to be like, oh, these poor, these women are, won't leave me alone. Like, oh, yeah. Big problem. Yep. So uh, four. What do you got? Number three, I'm going with Donna Dixon. And I still can't figure out what weird semblance of events contributed to her being with Dan Aykroyd. She's a stunner. Money. A, a Money. stunner. It had to have been because she is the definition of a stunner. I mean, on, on any other, any other planet should probably be number one. Number three for me, I'm going with a legend. Okay. And that's Cher. Oh, okay. Wow. Dude, All right. Different eras, different times. Yeah. And I love okay. her attitude and I love her like yeah. personality and stuff. Yeah. And she's so cool and funny. Anytime you hear her talking about Gene, that, oh, like, yeah. oh my God, such yep. a personality. I love her. Yep. Uh, number two would probably be, well, no, not probably. She would definitely be number one if someone else didn't exist on this list. But number two for me back then and still to this day, I think she is drop dead stunner. And that is, Carrie Stevens. Yeah. I think, I think she's just, just beyond. And I love the fact that we met her and had her on the show for an episode. She's just incredible. She would rip us apart. Well, that's okay. I would take it. I would take it. Yep. Devour. Oh, fucking insanity. Yep. Stunning. Smoking. At four in the morning asking you, where you been? You didn't call her all day. It's okay. I'm here now. Take me, baby. <laughs> Number two for me, 
the gorgeous and been around with most of the guys in the band, Gail O'Connor. No, just kidding. <laughs> Lay off me. I'm starving. <laughs> Nicole Bath. Yeah. Uh, number two for me, because I always think she's the best looking one that I've ever seen Paul been with. And Paul's been with them all that are gorgeous. And that's his ex-wife. I think Pamela Bowen is yep. gorgeous. She, she's 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 classic she's beautiful. Beauty. Yeah, she's beautiful. Classic beauty. And yep. I think at some point in her life, she's probably like, dude, this guy has some problems. I can't live like this. God. Well, the least surprising number one pick ever on any list we've ever done on the show was the fact that Samantha Fox just easily cemented into the number one. Now, I will say. I know she plays for the other team now and God bless her. She's married and she's living her life. And that's great. She still, she, I mean, obviously she's older. It's 2023. I think she still looks incredible. Now, eighties Samantha Fox for me is borderline untouchable. Just, I mean, you're talking like next level insanity, but yeah, that's, I just, I just find it funny. It reminds me of Costanza and how his ex-wife became a lesbian after they got divorced and Paul did the same thing to Samantha Fox. Oh man, um, Tom! I never got into her. I never. That's I don't okay. Look, I found her to be kind of fat. And uh, well, see, I like them because thick. I need to be able to judge people's bodies. Oh and, no, I like I, I, I oh, like thick. Yeah, and but her face never did much. What either? Just I don't see it. I don't. I don't know well, why. Well, first of all, she had a huge rack, and she was like five feet tall, and that that she was, she was so just thick. Hot. Oh, she was hot, dude. Uh, oh. just, it just doesn't work for me. I don't know. Her and Madonna in the 80s, I'm just like, ah. Oh, I don't compare the two of them. Madonna's not on the same planet as Samantha Fox. But I, My number one, and I can't believe she's not even on your list, is okay. by far best looking woman of all of these. And that's my favorite guy's Peter's second wife, Deborah Jensen. Yeah, go, go I know. Her old Playboy shit. I know. Good call. Centerfold shit. Yep. Holy smoke show, dude. Yeah, she's hot. I know. Okay, oh, she, is. she is. There are now, some gorgeous shots of her out there. You guys should check them out. Now, how interesting, and I mean this sincerely, how interesting that the only duplicate we have is the just the all-American, like, Pamela Bone. She wasn't a supermodel, wasn't a porn star, wasn't a pinup girl, wasn't an act. Like she was <laughs> Part of the fact that she was with Paul. And we're both like, fuck him. We're with you, honey. Come with us. We'll take serious. Seriously. Now, I find it interesting. And I will say this, and maybe I shouldn't, maybe this, I shouldn't include this. (laughs) There's a lot of things we shouldn't be doing. Oh, yeah. But this whole episode right now, people are going to love this. are going to be like, these guys are terrible. But that's okay. We've said we've done worse. I penalize current day Shannon Tweed in her appearance for not making this list right now. Another one that I was never into her look. I can see where she's glamorous. I would take Shannon Tweed over Samantha Fox, but she's yeah. and stuff. She's got like the big lips. And well, face. now, not now. She and, looks and like again, a Joker. Yeah, she's just another victim of of just a terrible hack job with the plastic surgery. I mean, she's Definitely. funny. She's sweet. She is. I I love her relationship with Jean. I think they're great. Uh, she was charming on the cruise when we saw her interacting. But I just. Ah, but 80s Playboy Shannon Tweed? Whoa, god damn. Yeah. yeah. Look at, like, so if you say they don't make the cut, look who made the cut. It's right. It's a personal decision. My personal of course. Business. It's my personal <laughs> private business. <laughs> right. Personal dirty thoughts of these women. But exactly. Like, it's, it, it's all the, number five is gorgeous on your list. Number five is gorgeous. 
Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're not, because I know these women are all thinking their life decisions are, you know, poorly made because they didn't make the shout it out loud cast top five wide. Well, I'm telling you right now, if oh, Joey, yes. look, Joey Casada has been bitching for a year. Maybe friggin' Nicole Bass will be like, what the hell? How did I not make this list? I'm going to, I'm going to friggin' suplex the two of you now. <laughs> Fucking lie. And I have a vagina. She's going to give us the friggin' junkyard dog ghetto blaster because we don't have her in our top five. That was bad news brown. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the fact that you knew that and corrected me. I'm sorry. Junkyard dog used to have grab them cakes. <laughs> and he came out originally to, I think, another one bites the dust. Oh, really? Oh, yes. God. JYD, junkyard dog. Junkyard dog. All right. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, this is a great list. The, and then, like, probably for me, rounding up, like, the last would probably be a Kerry Stevens or something like that probably would be for me, something like I, that. I, I think the easy honorable mention for me, like you said, Deborah Jensen. He, he, the, that should yeah. should be the next one if we, if we were making this list more than five. Yeah. He certainly is a Nicole Bass. Lay off me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be funny? So. <laughs> Close up to Paul. Hey, Paul, I didn't know you dated Nicole Bass. Who's spreading that rumor? No, you know, it's going to be funny if somebody's like, oh, I know Gail O'Connor. She's my neighbor. She's a wonderful woman. You want her on your show? Or worse. Hey, assholes, I listen to your show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't say that. Now, this was fun. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, and now I'm, I'm I'm just nervous about the loudcasters' feedback now with this with the top five <laughs> list and all the this is going to be a mess next week. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Tom, what do we do next? We go with our question of the week coming from Jay Rucker. And this comes from our website again. We get these in the form of an email. The subject is Kiss Vegas residency. We talk about this quite often. Hey, guys, love the podcast. As always, figured I'd ask a question. I know that Kiss was planning a Vegas residency about a year or so back. And since I've been listening to my Unplug album, I started thinking, since they already did an electric residency with Kiss Rocks Vegas, do you think they would ever go back and consider doing a residency of Unplugged? Just before them, no makeup, no gimmicks, sitting on stools, telling stories, playing songs. I don't know if it would be successful or not, but I wonder what you guys think. Thank you for entertaining us each and every week with the podcast. Keep up the great work. Fantastic question, Jay. We talk about the residency a lot here. Zeus, I'll throw this over to you first. What do you think? 100% no. If any band is meant for Vegas and entertainment, not musicianship and music, it's Kiss. Kiss going and saying, someone saying, yeah, let's do a residency, but we're not going to wear makeup. Who's fucking going to this? Red, Vegas and all that is for the trip and the experience and them to comp people. Imagine being comp to a Kiss show and you show up and it's a fucking four of them doing an acoustic set. It ain't working. I, I get Jay's question, but I couldn't agree more with you, Zeus. I, it, it, Vegas, Vegas is a place for a show, a yeah. place for spectacle, a place for entertainment, and bright lights and, and all this other stuff. The, 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 if they do the residency, which I'm still not convinced they, they're doing, I've said this a million times. If you're new to the show, I'm convinced Paul cannot wait for this to be over and move on with the next chapter of his life. I don't think he's going to do the Vegas residency, but that's just me. However, Jay, I would like to see some semblance of the Kiss convention happening again. The touring museum with the unplugged, 
very intimate setting. You know, I was at the convention in 1995 or 96. We'll talk about that. 95. We'll talk about that in a future episode. We'll have Murph on because I went with Murph. Um, I'd like to see that because I think Paul would do something like that because it'd be easy on his voice. He could sit down comfortably and not have to wear the boots and the makeup. But if they're doing Vegas, which again, I don't think they are, they're doing full blown kiss makeup, fire bombs, blood, everything. Yeah, the convention could happen. It can, I could see it happen. They, they probably make a shit ton of money for them not selling out with, you know, people to see the makeup and all that stuff, but they could sell a bunch of merchandise and shit like that. Them being there, that could help. What if what they might not, if, if they don't do any of this, I wouldn't be surprised if Gene does some version of the vegas experience but do it have 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 the gene simmons convention where he tours with his band and he has a silent auction and he has gene simmons vault merchandise mm-hmm. etc etc because he, he look gene knows how his bread is buttered and it's kiss and he's he's not going he's not going away he could he do is it not like going. a meet and greet you get to see my merch yep. I'll give you a thing you can buy this he'll sell yep. guitars and he'll hit like 15 20 cities you know, make yep. a fortune. Exactly. exactly. Very low overhead and, yep. and personable. And the people that will go, I guarantee you, will be like, it was worth every penny. Absolutely. Absolutely. He knows how to put on experience. That's right. Jay, great question, buddy. Thank you so much. And anybody out there, please continue to send in your questions. We read one every week. And of course, we always have our future mailbag episodes. So we need those questions. Fire them away. And uh, we will file them and we will get to them. All of them, believe me. Yeah, Tom, where can people find us? So mentioned it a few times during the episode, our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. That's where you can find everything. Links to our Patreon, links to our merch, which is incredible. Thanks to our buddy Jeff Trot. Links to our Amazon shopping page. Uh, links to all of our social media. And then, of course, the episodes, Shout Out Loudcast, Album Review Crew, Zeppelin Chronicles, Dorm Damage. Everything is there. Go there. That's the best place. And then, of course, you can send us emails. We read them all. We might not read them all on the show, but trust me, we read every email okay shout it out loudcast at gmail.com of course our social media twitter facebook instagram youtube threads we're not very active on there yet but uh if that continues to grow we will be more active on there so please follow us tag us we love that and of course our wonderful patreon family thank you guys so much for that special shout out to our newest boy from down under Scott. We love you, buddy. Thank you. And everybody else. And of course, we always like to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon podcast network of shows. Yeah. We can always DM us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, and give us one of those five star child reviews on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you can. We appreciate those. It's a big help to the show. And uh, as we always tell people, how can you help the show? If you become a Patreon member, if you give us a five-star child review, go to our merch page. We have the Ace Cult t-shirt up there. We also have the official line, too. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's awesome. Personal favorite. Yep. And uh, plenty of other stuff there on our website, including our Amazon store. If you click on that, that helps out the show as well. And I always like to tell people, you can go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com, or email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. And what we do next is we like to we like to say a couple famous last words. Tom, you got any? 
Oh yeah. Well, let's focus on the eighties since when a lot of these guys were dating these hotties and uh, one of everybody's favorite songs from the eighties. Would you like to go on a moonlight ride? Do you think you want to show me what you're like inside? Show me. Would you like to touch? Do you want to know how good it can get? How far it can go? (laughs) Open yourself to me. Let me show you what it can be like. Baby, give it all that you've got. Nothing can hold you back. Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, thank you. Guys, you're the best. Thank you so much. We love it. Zeus, as always, my fan, fellow Grecian Loudcasters, thank you. Yes. Before I forget how to speak English, if Haristo Parapoli, thank you very much. Uh, you have a... You have a friend here named Yorgos Freli. Can you please <laughs> take it home with you? Hey, Zeus, give me a lift home on your donkey. I got to hit the village up the street. Till next time, peace out, Girl Scout. Jesus H. Christ. Private Pile. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.